is John Garcia. I'm the marketing director here at Premier Virtual. And today we're going to have our very first episode of Tech Tuesday Talk. So Tech Tuesday is our weekly newsletter. We try to uh, let everybody know about new trends uh, in virtual hiring, things that the platforms are doing new, some updates. And um, so what we wanted to do with Tech Tuesday Talk is to bring on professionals in the staffing and the recruiting world that can really lend some insight that maybe we can't always get across on a, in a newsletter format. So I'm super excited because my first guest is Francina Harrison, and she's with the Career Engineer. And what I love most about this, Francina, is you've never been on Premier Virtual Platform. So right. everything we're going to get from you is going to be super candid. You know, and just uh, from a different perspective, because Francina coaches uh, job applicants and job seekers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as a platform provider, we don't have that direct connect usually with the candidates. We deal with the hosts or we deal with the employers. So I really love to get some of the mindset and some of the feedback maybe that you've, you've uh, you know, uh, heard from your job candidates. So Absolutely. without further ado, I'm going to let Francina introduce herself and tell us a little bit about what the career engineer does. Thank you. And again, I'm so glad to be here and I'm glad to be the first. I love being, never forget your first. You never forget your first. Um, but I am uh, Francina Harrison, known as America's Career Engineer and our website is tcenow.com. Uh, our motto is simple. It's don't get anxious, get prepared. I love that. Right? And that's, that's pretty much where no matter whether the economy is great or bad, somebody is anxious and someone is prepared. So we provide career consulting, of course, visibility. We help people to increase their value, their visibility, and their ability to, you know, increase their income. Um, but we also say, don't get anxious, get prepared in your career, your life, and your business. I mean, uh, last year, the 14 months of that pandemic <laughs> taught folks and a counting. whole lot of, and counting, right, yeah, taught folks yeah. a whole lot about work and yeah. um, re redefining work and meaningful work and sustainable work and right. how that all balances with family and life and, and entrepreneurship and business. Because all three of those worlds, career, life, and business are all connected. So we help folks uh, virtually. You know, we're definitely a, a virtual business. We, we're home-based, headquartered in the beautiful city of Virginia Beach, Virginia, but we serve the world as long as you have battery power and internet access, <laughs> <laughs> right? That's how we serve. That's uh, and I'm, yeah, and I'm glad to yeah. be here. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely a virtual uh, technology, a high tech and high touch company. Yeah. So, you know, thank you for being here. Oh, well, it's, it's definitely our pleasure. This is a great conversation. And, you know, I do want to like preface it Premier Virtual was in business before the pandemic, but mm -hmm. we had done only a few events up until March. And then April, it was the whole yeah. world changed, right? And everybody mm -hmm. went to, but, you know, I'm curious how many people came to you kind of scrambling, like they lost their job. Like we know mm -hmm. a lot of people were 14, 16 years into a career right. in the same company and they, and, you know, they were let go. Yeah. Um, and so give us a sense just when, because I, I like to ask how prepared or unprepared mm -hmm. you were to pivot. And we usually ask that to companies, but what about yeah. as a job seeker? Yeah. So what I experienced, and the other thing that we do, of course, I'm an author and a speaker, and I do a lot of television, right? And I think yes. we initially maybe yes. out, uh, met each other by one of my television interviews. So mm -hmm. um, I would do those maybe once or twice a month. I have been doing them every single week <laughs> since yeah. March of last year. So uh, in terms of what did the career changing, career seeking role, what happened to them in February and March, I... I made this new word that I want to get, I hope I can say I own this word because I, I took a whole nother level. We call it, they had to do the TCE and we call it shivit. 
Oh yes, you watching okay. that? I love that. Yeah, you know my favorite. Yeah, and and many of us, at least on the career, the career seeker side, the career changer side, had to shift and pivot, and yeah. we're still right. shifting even today. So, so that shift was on, and what happened was, it's interesting that even folks who I had, you know, a lot of my clientele are the unhappily employed. Okay, right. folks, they have a job; they're that passive golden candidate that your host would love exactly. to get right absolutely um, and they had to shiv it <laughs> you know and 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 many of them were like oh you know we've never you know this has never happened and whether or not your job could remotely work or if you if you could uh you know still maintain your income because yeah. some did get furlough but others you know we found those with the the, the callers and the tech you know they were able to figure mm-hmm. out what office teams is all about and they had to figure out what is this thing called zoom and they were able to at least incorporate that in their ecosystem but right. um no matter whether you came out the gate you know just zero to five you know college grad or you're someone in that chair for 20 years your floor was taken from you uh, yeah. last this time last year. Absolutely. And those who are still in the positions or found new ones in the last 14 months literally had to get that shivered on. They had to get their tech game up. Mm-hmm. They had to understand the skill involved in remote working. I've been an entrepreneur uh, for a long time. I've been working remotely forever, but it's a skill. Not everyone can do this. That's true. Absolutely. Right. Not yeah. everyone can do this. Um, yeah. Never mind the whole, the family, you know, the lines got blurred because then mm-hmm. kids were in, at home and, you know, who's going to take care of the elder in our family when you used to take them to an adult care facility or something. So everything got blurred. And even in the best of shivoting, some of us still got lost in chaos. But yeah. I think fortunate today, one year later, we found ways to make those systems work. And we've also just redefined what working is. And right now, as I'm talking to you, I'm excited to say it's a job seeker market. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and there's more. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's a great point to segue to the labor shortage, mm-hmm. which obviously makes it a, a job seeker market. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So we, we, there's some trends that, you know, we hear on, you know, in the news and in the media, um, Different combinations of different reasons that have created this. What are some of the what are some of the ones that yeah. you're you know? Yeah, I, I hear it all, and it's funny. I a couple of the shows I've been doing, folks have centered on that. In fact, the job you know the unemployment numbers, uh, uh, well, the job the layoff numbers came out uh, this morning, yeah. and we've had the trend of of uh, the uh, initial unemployment claim you know that have gone lower. So I, I, be, I believe in trends, not just one report. I know the report in April, like everyone was shocked. It's yeah. only 266,000 uh, folks got hired. However, ADP showed 764,000 folks got hired. So there's some discrepancies and some numbers. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, yeah. one's low, one's really high. Which one is it? But what ADP I was- has the paychecks. So they, they probably have some good data there, right? Hell, all right, ADP, okay. They are the payroll processor. Yeah. So they may know something. Yeah. Um, so my point, point is this are there some folks who have other folks who are bad actors with government systems of course there are <laughs> yeah. always, you're always going to find somebody that's going to try to beat the system so let me share something to folks who are trying to beat the system it's called unemployment fraud and it is a felony and you mm. don't want to get caught up in that no. uh, num- number two what's happening now of course you know when pandemic happened yes we had the federal assistance and mm-hmm. gig workers were able to you know be a part of the unemployment world and things right. which never has happened before but you got to also remember the reason the government did what it did, and I'm, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm a big fan of policy here, is you had 
folks with uh, six figures who did not go to work. You had folks making more than $14 an hour. Right. You had the $30 an hour person. <laughs> you had the $25 an hour person. You had yeah. those who had mortgages and kids in college and families, okay? Yeah. And and uh, $1,200 a month does not pay the mortgage. I'm just, in case people are wondering. So the point nowhere, is- Nowhere I've, nowhere I've lived, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I don't know anywhere. Yeah. So so those few who may have been making minimum wage or a little less, okay, maybe, maybe those few might be getting over to use the language you use back right. home, right. but it will not last. And now all for those listening, all the job search requirements mm -hmm. are back in effect. Yes. In Florida okay. too. Uh, they're they're back in effect. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. were suspended way back when. So that may have had a little bit of something, but the other part I want to share to your hosts and employers, because I, I had this conversation, listen, the same way we would ask job seekers, why should someone hire you? You know, yeah. what extra do you bring to the table? Mm -hmm. um, other than, you know, okay, yes, you have great knowledge, skill, and ability. What's your attitude like? What are you bringing? We have to flip and ask that question to the employers. That's Why good. should someone work for you? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. right? Other yeah, than- it's, a two, okay. it's much more of a two-way street right now. Yeah, it's much stuff. more. Yeah. And 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 uh, one of the, I have lots of things called TCE push-ups. You know, I don't do push-ups like I used to, <laughs> but I have metaphorical ones. And one of them, is you know, uh, uh, always position yourself to select, not settle. There's a difference, right? So selection, job seekers have selection now. Yes. Um, they've learned these new skills. Some of them that did work, let's say like in my area, I'm in the Virginia Beach area. So hospitality and leisure were really hit. I mean, oh, those yeah. hotels shut down, the restaurants oh. shut down. Mm -hmm. Some of those folks in the last 14 months went and learned new skills. They've upped the game on technology. They yeah. found a transferable way to do customer care or customer selection for an insurance company now that works Monday through Friday, nine to five. They don't want to work nights and weekends anymore. Right. So yeah. just because your restaurant's open and you're paying someone a whopping nine fifty an hour, please don't get mad if they don't want to do that anymore. Right. So what extra... <laughs> are you bringing to the table yeah. to attract the right talent? So it's, it is definitely a two way street. And I've all, often told my, when I'm coaching our clients, you know, that entitlement mindset as a job, someone, you better give me a job. Well, the entitlement mindset can affect employers too. Just because mm -hmm. you have an opportunity doesn't mean someone is entitled, you know, wants to work for you. So yeah. we have to have an empowered yeah. mindset for both the host and the job seekers. I'm empowered. I have value. I know what I want. I know what I don't want. And I bring all of this to the table and looking for my, my three main words now, a year later is people want sustainable. They want maintainable and meaningful work. That's what we're looking for. I, I and, love that. But before we go on, I, I wonder how many employers were, were closed to that conversation a few years ago oh. and how many of them are open to it now right yeah entitlement is a real thing mm -hmm. and i still hear sometimes job owners are saying well you know i'm just taking whoever comes through the door <laughs> yeah and that's yeah. what you get right when you settle yeah. you get what you get right yeah. so you're right it's you know just like i look at the housing market right now hey it's yeah. a seller's market yeah. and the buyers have to do whatever they got to do if they mm -hmm. want that property and a lot yeah. of them are overbidding and doing what they because they want it because they see yeah. the value mm -hmm. so employers are those the smart employer you know the smart mm -hmm. one is looking at their whole package not just the salary of course yes you should pay people a better wage a living wage let's just keep it real everyone right. should a living wage however there are other things employers may have that they're just because they haven't taken the time to look into it um, maybe there's um you know their their environment flexibility is a big word today 
You know, I mean, those who can work remote, those who do a hybrid, um, ways to sync and synergize family demands. I mean, corporate consciousness, community service. I mean, purposeful work, career Mm -hmm. pathways. How about I just like working here because I've got great management. Yeah. You know, we all know people don't leave companies. They leave managers. We know that. Right. So there's a whole lot of other things. I mean, I had a, a, an employer, not only did they move into a bigger office space, which I thought was great. They made sure, I mean, cause they, they're, you know, they're a mental health provider. So they blossomed during this last 14 oh, months, yeah. but yeah, right. Yeah. They can't get enough uh, folks to work for them. Yeah. Um, but they also, they made sure where they moved into, it had this nice outdoor, you know, outdoor patio nice. for the whole thing of barbecue Fridays <laughs> and things of that nature, which makes, you know, brings the teams together, brings more, um cohesiveness in the office and people like working there catering you know they get food catered every now and then so there's all kinds of atmospheres and ecosystems companies can make too that will drive that right talent so that's it's a bigger picture than just the unemployment is too it's deeper than that it also is forcing employers to look at what they're offering to talent for to good talent i mean i work in a tech company and and tech companies are, are known for maybe being a little bit more uh I don't know, maybe ahead of that curve and and, and yeah. having fun environments. Like my CEO puts up all these cool signs. The barbecue was the first thing he brought to the new office. Uh, we have a basketball court. You know, really, it is a fun culture. I like what I do, but I love working. So it, yeah. it really it really takes it to the next level. So you just said it. Look at what you said. I like what I do, and I love working here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And, there and, you uh, go. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm a little bit older, have been through the, a lot of these trans, you know, transitions as far as the workforce and things that we're talking about now. And I do think this is a really great time, you know, to feel empowered as, a, as, a, as an employee or, yeah. you know, part of a team uh, well beyond your resume, which, which I want to ask you because in, you know, previous times when I've been searching for a job and you send the resume and you don't hear back at all. Yeah whether you're a match or not a match, right? Mm-hmm. How, mm-hmm. How, how is that practice still that bad or has, <laughs> it, or has it improved to your job? Can it say, I yeah. sent out 20 resume, I didn't hear back from yeah. one person, what's yeah. wrong with me? <laughs> right, right. Well, the, mo- the, the, the when I get a lot of my referrals is because of that situation. They're putting mm-hmm. things out in the whole purgatory and there is sitting somewhere, but no one knows where it is yet. So we try to avoid that. So no doubt in our coaching strategies, um, I all, you know, I believe that folks just send their resume to folks who are, who are, um, they want it, (laughs) you know, I I believe So there's a way to do that, right. To make sure you're not just, oh, I just sent 10,000 resumes really to who, oh, I don't know whom it may concern. Okay. How, how is that working for you? It doesn't work that well. (laughs) So Right. It's all about, as you know, as a business, I mean, in fact, I have a phrase, it's not mine. I wish I did own this one, but it's career entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. I truly think that when uh, the folks in the W-2 space or the 1099 space, you've got to think in that like a business. So yes, you're a career seeker changer. You want to get a great job, do that 40 hours a good paycheck, but yeah. you got to think like a business and you got to act like a business for uh, recruitment and retention for both, not one yeah. or the other. Right. So when you have that mindset and we sort of train and we do train folks in that we, we have to un- get folks to unlearn and yeah. relearn yeah. <laughs> right back and repack. right yeah. right yeah. so that resume is your brochure it's your first work sample yeah. so when you come to it as your first work sample you're going to put more time into it mm-hmm. and you're going to make sure it's representing maximizing what you have and not what you don't and yeah. you want to make sure you send it to the right market 
uh, our folks don't get, I mean, you know, you can send something out and it could be subjective. Well, you don't have the qualifications and they'll let you know that. Yeah. But if you've done your market development, like most small businesses have to, you're going to make sure you're setting that brochure to the right market. Mm. So if folks here overqualified or underqualified, because I get that a lot, yeah. it just means you're not sending it to the right market. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? So, and yeah. that that's a piece of, so there's lots of techniques that folks can do that they can do themselves to drive that process so they can reduce the purgatory of the resume so that you can at least, you know, the ultimate goal is to get a phone call. So you yeah. can have a meeting. That's the goal. It doesn't, a resume doesn't get you a job. It gets you a meeting. So they should be written in a way that gets you a meeting, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, you're and, talking and that's about a, pro a process, right? You're talking about yeah. a process where with the expectation right now is I send a resume and somebody's going to see it and somebody's going to get, you know, so yeah. it's very different. You're right. There is an entire yeah. It should be strategic. Yeah. It should be strategic and intentional. Now, these are for the folks that want to make the big bucks. Now, if you just, if you're just anywhere, anywhere, I want to just get in the hot seat. You don't need me. You can go to Wendy's and McDonald's and all these other places and you're mm -hmm. fine. Right. But for those folks who are looking to increase their income, increase their value, increase their sustainability and maintainability, yeah. you got to have a strategy. I mean, no plan. Plan. was it if you failed to plan you plan to fail and that what someone said way back when that's not mine either somebody else said that <laughs> yeah, but you got to well, have a strategy well what i like about like a resume doesn't it doesn't it's tough for me to say these are my skills or like my soft skills right because i mean how do you put that in writing that i'm a good communicator and and, yeah. then, and then you just don't phrase that sentence the right way and someone's like yeah. he's not a good communicator you know it doesn't yeah work. which which is why you know we're going to talk obviously about virtual career fairs where what i do mm -hmm. think is hugely you know a huge benefit to attending a virtual career fair is you really do have access to the recruiters they are there they are i'll tell they you are. personally i've never been to an in-person career fair it, it would have freaked me out to walk in and see someone i knew like that was always my biggest thing is like what if you see someone either, either a, like the boss, a, like your boss, like your career fair? That could be a boss, a manager, or someone you were yeah. you know, recently working with. And I just felt like that would be the reason, you know, like just too much for me to overcome. And I think obviously with virtual, you don't really have that. I mean, your name is there. And, yeah. But you don't yeah. have that. And then you have the access to the recruiter where yeah. you have a quick check, you know, uh, chat text and then a virtual interview right there. That's right. That's um, right. That's and, right. And get your chance on the screen, you know, which is, um, you know, some of these employers are saying it's part of the process. Like this virtual interview mm -hmm. is first one of, you know, like you were saying, the resume is that first representation of the job seeker but mm -hmm. these virtual uh you know career fairs and, and that interview it's kind of like a vetting process and, and absolutely yeah just that first step so yeah. we're, we're going to talk more about that but i just wanted to kind of um you know just preface it a little bit but yeah we were talking about labor shortage um and and some of the reasons what what about the the she session that's been yeah yeah uh, i gotta always say that carefully as i'm a connecticut yankee so i'm like she session is so hard yeah, to put yeah. Two together. I, had to say <laughs> yeah. And, and it's interesting i did actually a follow-up i did an interview about that because when it would particularly when the numbers were terrible i mean women have been really I mean, some of the inequalities that have been maybe in the workforce forever really showed up right. in the last 14 months. So, yeah. um, but so, and then we did a follow-up actually, I had an interview with a reporter not too long ago to see where we are again, a year later, what's going on. And again, some of the things are can't fear, you know, I mean, fear of COVID, even though folks are vaccinated, you still hear people still get COVID even after yeah. vaccination, yeah. we're not doing the behaviors mm -hmm. that are significant to it. Women are the nurturers, women are the caregivers. So yeah. even now, like even in my state, now I don't have any children in school 
school age, like K through 12. Thank goodness. Yes. I wouldn't know what I would have done if I had <laughs> a third grader at the Same house here. learning. I, oh, would, right, I wouldn't yeah. know what to do. So parents, you get a push up for me. So, but again, when that happened, even if it's a, a married couple or if it's a working mom or a, they had a working you know, family, it was usually the woman that had to figure out a way to leave that job or, or, or downsize that job a little right. bit like hybrid to take care of things. Yeah. Um, the elder care too. In fact, when I did one of the uh, interviews, uh, I, I actually had a client of mine who's taking care of an 82 year old mother. Yeah. And this is a person with a, a nice a master degree person with a great job that was concerned because who's going to take care of mama because she couldn't take mama to where she used to take her because of COVID. So it's yeah. really impacted uh, women in terms of childcare, affordable childcare, capacity of childcare places are still reduced even now. Summer is here and I've got moms saying to me, well, the place I used to go that maybe was a hundred bucks a child is only taking 40% of capacity, but the place that costs $300 per child is open. Mm. Yeah. So in the summer, summer is like some schools are, will be out really right. soon. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? <laughs> right. So, so I think it just kind of made more to top of mind what women have gone through. And then of course, a lot of the hardest hit industries, I mean, education, yeah. hospitality, leisure, a lot of, you know, women, uh, single women, as well as, you know, working women, um, families, you know, moms and families worked in those industries. So they were hard hit on um, the STEM industries. Come on, Blossom, Jeff and his crew blossomed yeah. you know eric and zoom blossomed but mm -hmm. uh the others didn't and we had a higher representation of women there but a year later we're doing a little better but we did lose a hundred at the time of this recording one hundred and sixty-five thousand women dropped out of the workforce last yeah. month you know i think it, it you know a smart employer on that's listening it's a tremendous opportunity it's always been right yeah. those who offer child care or those kind of benefits is a huge mm -hmm. draw but if you could tap into that talent pool that's on the oh, bench yeah Right. Yeah. And because you're offering this, especially in a, in a short labor market. Right. It would be a yeah. great strategy as part of our IDR. It goes to that. Why should someone work here? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It helps yeah. with that. Or even some places have had vouchers that maybe they've helped with that. Or again, mm -hmm. flexible work schedules. That's right. why the remote working carrot, which yeah. will not go away. I mean, any smart, there's certain companies that they're going to be, they're going to do this period. That's it. They, they found right. their productivity went up and what they can save in corporate office space, they gave back to the employees in terms of equipment or salary or bonus, you know? Yeah. So again, why should you work for me? Yeah, that's that's the ultimate question. Well, you know, the pandemic, it forced people to do things differently, you know? And as terrible as a pandemic is, there's, there's always these silver linings, you know, for our company, we became like a parachute. Like the world was crashing in staffing and recruiting. People needed to hire, they couldn't meet in person. And the platform became kind of like a parachute, gave them a chance to catch their breath and really yeah. make some hires, some quality hires. Um, and the pandemic, in some, sometimes you hear it's accelerated that curve three to five years. Would you agree mm. that 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 much progress has happened in this in this space because of because we had to and had to persevere? Yeah, it was a forced partnership. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I mean, there has also been, there was prior to this, there was, I think it was a, a fella in Germany. He predicted like 10 years from now, the way we work would be different. Folks yeah. will be working remotely. It'll be more of a gig economy. It will, it'll be the person being that con entrepreneur kind of right. who, you know, just kind of attaches. And we were like, oh, that's not going to happen for a while. Where are you coming from? Boom. And in 14 months, work yeah. has been redefined, right? Yeah. And how we work has been redefined. And it did force some things. And those who were quickly able to adopt and adapt won. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Those who refused to, employer and employee alike, 
are still struggling till today. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, obviously in the beginning, um, it took early adopters, people with a lot of courage to say, we're going to try this. Yeah. Um, but now we're here a year later and there's mm -hmm. still employers that aren't adapting this technology. It's like, okay, well, we're, we're, we're going to get through this and we'll yeah. go back to normal. But yeah. my thing is our stats show more attendance, you know, much more efficiency, um, it just more effective in, in results and hiring with virtual. So yeah. w whether or not you were forced into it or not, now you're seeing the results or it's a yeah. better way uh, to, yeah. especially to just do career fairs. And so yeah. we're not saying yeah. that yeah. career fairs in person are going away, but we're also <laughs> saying, you know, having a virtual component opens it up to also, like you said, remotely, if you have a remote yeah. position, I can hire someone in California and have my office yeah. in New York, right? Sure it's can. Its own. So when you're speaking, because you get to speak to a lot of employers, what, how does that conversation go? If, if maybe, are they embracing it? Are they, you know, are, are they looking at that as, as an important tool moving forward? Well, one thing also that's happened with me in terms of that, I was able, you know, particularly at the university level where you're getting that fresh talent. I've seen more employers that's on panels with the headhunters or the recruiters of these really you know top companies in America who said, hey, <laughs> the virtual, these virtual platform for recruiting has been a godsend. I mean, and yeah. um, and there's certain, you know, several out there, of course, uh, but yours is great, I'm sure. Uh, but it helped them. I mean, first of all, from a company standpoint, hotel and flights right. everywhere yeah. done. Yeah. We don't need mm -hmm. to deal with all that. So you save money there. But the quality of the client too, because remember, even for the employee, for the uh, talent to use these platforms, they got to know how to use these platforms too. So, you know, if someone is kind of, I mean, this is to all my low tech job seekers, y'all got to tech up. I say it all the time. You got to tech okay. up. There's no excuse. <laughs> you got to learn how to play with these new, these new toys. So those who could command those spaces, work these virtual platforms like yours and yeah. understand how to, when it's time for that virtual um, interview, whether they have a background or not you know knowing how to work the camera knowing about lighting all that stuff it shows initiative yes. it shows business yeah, sense absolutely. it shows yeah. yeah caliber of career seeker or changer that at least gets it at this level and they know they're going to have the one-on-one -on -one with the recruiter so they're going to put their best foot forward so it's allowed for more diversity for more inclusivity yes, you can yes. re remote yeah remote i mean you can talk your talent pool went from the local zip code or yeah. area code to whomever <laughs> can you know i mean and then you get to see their profiles before you chat with i mean yeah. it's, there's a whole lot of advantage to that so why would an employer not want to do that yeah yeah and i think it, it, it is obviously like we said it's accelerated everyone's yeah. kind of everyone's done a zoom call at this point whether it's <laughs> yeah. so this this is really just normal at this point i remember that i did a video interview maybe three or four years ago and i was mm -hmm. like terrified <laughs> and, yeah. and and then at the same time i was like this is really cool this makes a yeah. lot of sense you know i didn't have to leave wherever mm -hmm. i was and that whole dog and pony show that you that's just, right let's just do it here we go you know yeah. jump on and and, yeah. and let's you know a lot more efficient a lot more effective absolutely, you know, absolutely. Also with the platform i don't know if you've heard this but people using it for training for onboarding yes. you know for a lot of different things again because they're getting more comfortable with the with the technology have, have yes. you come across some of that yeah. Oh, absolutely. And particularly when we were right in the thick of things this time last year, when yeah. folks had made hiring offers and, you know, and when you, as you know, if you work in the company, the way we used to do things before, you know, you hire your folks, you come to onboarding, you're yeah. in there for, I don't know how many hours filling out your paperwork and someone explaining benefits and all that kind of stuff. Well, we had to use virtual platforms to do that. And guess mm -hmm. what? 
we found more effective use of time. Yeah. <laughs> it's more efficient. Folks even thought about recording themselves saying it one time. And guess what? In the onboarding platform, the new virtual way, you can play that wow. same video over and <laughs> over again. And it's, the same, it's the same information every day. Yeah. Same information. Yeah. Yeah. Not having someone take three or four hours out their day, sitting in a classroom, sharing yeah. the same information. So it has been, like I said, it was a forced partnership, you know, uh, but the smart companies embrace the virtual technology to, yes, career fairs is great, you know, business expos are great, but it's been a great tool for training and development, right? Yeah. Because all the, you know, um, we're always going to be learning. We're going to be learners forever because technology forces that on us. So those companies who can use these virtual platforms to keep that, you know, again, why should you work here? We offer training yeah. at, uh, on demand. At yeah. a convenient time for you by clicking this link. I mean, sign me up. Yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, um, one thing that's pretty cool, we're developing down here. We're in Delray Beach, Florida, and we're talking to the local chamber of commerce and the downtown development and the CRA and all these people. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to create a hybrid event where it's live, work, and play in Delray. So so we're going to have, as far as live, is real estate. You mentioned it, how difficult yeah. it is right now. The, the market is, is on the other side. You know, it's on the mm -hmm. seller side. Then you have the career fair, where the market is on the job seeker side. And then, you know, there's a saying, if, if people like to visit your, you know, town, they may yeah. want to someday live there. You know, mm -hmm. so then there's the, the play part of it, which is the, the tourism board. Right. So um, I'm throwing it out there, but, at, you know, Virginia Beach, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> It, you know, so we, we want to, you know, use this success that we've seen in career fairs and, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, think about how it can be applied to other verticals, other industries. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on, on stuff like that? Oh, I think, you know, it's, I, I, well, there you go. That, that, that's a one, every econ development office needs to, needs to tap into that because particularly, um, I know here in the, in the beach, I mean, we have some saying, I forgot <laughs> was but uh the point is yeah you know we're right here in the mid-atlantic region and we, we get all the new yorkers and yeah. we get you know others that come down here yeah i love and, i used to vacation there quite a bit yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i sure my econ development director would love to hear something about that but that that does make sense you bird you all together because that's what why because every community is about career life and business yeah. every single one right you got folks that have two of the three you have life and so whether you're going to be a W-2 or you're an entrepreneur, you got so, and, and family and, and, and quality of life, right? And all those things, you guys got great weather down there though. You know, you guys do beat us. We do get snow now in Virginia Beach. Who fig Go figure, what happened? But th that makes sense. I, I like, I like that, that, um, I mean, I was like, Ooh, can I come to that party? I, you know, um, yeah. well, you know, obviously, so again, it's the efficiency, it's the easy, yeah. you know, you just log on. I could be in New Jersey, New York, thinking about moving to Florida and kind of get a really good head start by yeah. something like this. So it's the same thing with careers, you know, with people right. that are looking to just, you know, uh, you know, relocate or work. I think it's also a, a great thing to coach your clients if mm -hmm. they have remote positions, it's a no-brainer yeah. to do a virtual career. Oh, you! It's I, I truly believe, and I said this on uh, one of the stations of one of the NBC affiliates that did interview me that this is the future. We're it's going forward from that. Yeah. It's um, companies going to need to embrace that. In addition to, I mean, they might still have some high-touch events, but yeah. it doesn't mean you don't have high-tech events. And I believe that yeah. for the career seeker and changer, as well as the employers out there, you got to do both. 
because even your high tech events can still have high touch in them. You know, there's Absolutely. ways of making engagement deep, deeper with fall. Like you just shared, you guys have a newsletter and you do, you have touch points to, to human beings. And that's again, a great place to work, you know, <laughs> places do things like that, but it's tech and touch. And we, we have to embrace both, but no doubt we're in the 21st century and we're competing globally not yes. just oh wow yeah yeah that's, that's <laughs> right? so true yeah we have you know even the military they they you yes. know they're putting on what they call global career fairs you have you know? to you and have to you could only do that obviously with technology you can right so anywhere. right so I, i'm all for i think i'm excited to see i mean I, you know again like you said last year lessons and blessings we yeah. bad situation all around but it did force us to step up our game and now that we've gotten we've gotten used to the infrastructure to keep the game going you don't go back and sit and do what you used no, to do no there's no you, going you gotta back. push forward yeah. you gotta push forward yeah Christina, I, I forgot to ask you what's the title of your book Oh, uh, the book is called A Mind to Work. It's the life and career planning guide for people who need to work. So if you don't need to work, you don't need my book. If you, <laughs> but or, or, if you or need all to, these great topics in there. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, we, we, terms, yeah. Mm -hmm, it is. And we, you know, it's so uh, there's, uh, I have a second edition It's available on Amazon. So A Mind to Work or Francina Harrison, career engineer. Of course, our website, tcenow.com, you can find it too. But yeah, it gives all those things where you can drive the process. I'm a big mm -hmm. believer that you, the career seeker, the career changer, you are awesome. You just think you're average, but there's ways that you can flip that script and get on top of things. And, and really, I believe career success starts from the inside out. Um, I do have an MSW uh, trained from Northern yes. State University. So I am a master social worker, clinically trained. I just love playing in the work and the career space. Yeah. So I'm big on starting from the inside and coming out. And that's where uh, a mind to work comes in. Because when you get your mind right, the rest will follow. Well, for those watching this, they may think you and I know known each other for a long time, right? And right. literally, this is the first, you know, real conversation that we've had. And, you mm -hmm. know, I was immediately drawn to you because of what you were doing on television and coaching um, uh, or job seekers. And I just, we want to uh, let our hosts know and employers know that this is such a valuable tool because not everybody that attends a job fair leaves with a job. Right. But if they can leave with some advice from you and, and, and resume, uh, you know, reviews and these kind of things. So our point is, employers listening, you have to add value to your yeah. events. Like you just said, the entitlement thing has to go away. You know, yeah. what else can you do besides offer a job? Like, why not have, you know, Francina Harrison there? Yeah, why not have <laughs> so a career engineer? <laughs> we, we, will, we will definitely be, you know, uh, you know, recommending that that anyone that hosts an event be providing these type of added value services. Absolutely. So, thank you. you know, so thank you again for, for being part of this conversation today. Our very first Tech Tuesday talk. I love um, it. Yeah. And before yeah. we go away, if you have any other any other last words or words of well, I often say this. I'm like, of course, never fear. The career engineer is here. <laughs> but <laughs> Monday, Monday. Yeah, I need to get a cape. I do. I want someone to love me an animation cape. But what my challenge and charge to everyone, career seeker, career changers, and well, those wonderful employers that we all love. First, get your virtual job fairs on. Okay. You need to do that. But number two is there's 52 Monday mornings. So we also have a saying that says, you know, did, when Monday morning just passed, because what well, today is a, a different day. It's a Thursday, I think. But if you were struggling on Monday, Monday morning is coming again. You have all the power to change it. So don't get yeah. anxious. 
get prepared. Of course, tcenow.com, you can find us. Um, and if there is a you know, virtual career fair, of course, if there's one with John's company, you know it's going to be good. So you need to get into it. But <laughs> yeah. definitely, uh, you got to move forward. You know, you cannot, you can't drive forward looking back. No. <laughs> so yeah. everyone needs to shift gears and let's go. Let's get no, it. And, and we've seen tremendous success right in your backyard. Virginia Works did a, a, yes. a statewide career fair that broke every record. They had 15,000 job seekers on the on the platform at the same yeah. time, 350 employers. So there's there's things we can do in this space that have never been yeah. done. And really, you know, it sounds a little corny maybe, but at the end of the day, we know our platform is connecting, you know, employers and job yeah. seekers. And we know of the 250,000 job seekers that have been on our platform and 25,000 companies that some connections have been made and careers have been formed and, and people are better yeah. off for it. So absolutely. Um, yeah. So we well done. Yeah. We appreciate, thank you. We appreciate your support uh, with it. And uh, again, thank you for being on the show today. And we look forward to, you know, doing many more of these. All right. Thanks for having me. Thank you.